0: To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode is also brought to you by PBandjoey.com. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to PBandjoey.com for the all-new dark roast coffee. That's PBandjoey.com for more information. PBandjoey.com. Hey folks, open an account today with WeBull and with just a $100 deposit, you'll get 4 free stocks, and if you refer a friend, you'll get two more. Such a simple way to start a portfolio with the power of a desktop, tablet, or cell phone. With WeBull, you'll get zero commission fees, access to pre-market trading, and in-depth analytical tools for more advanced users. If you want to support this program, go to positive sarcasm.com, click on the WeBull banner in the contact section. That way, I'll get free stocks, and you'll get free stocks. Now, that's something most of us can agree on. Terms and conditions do apply. See Weeble.com for more information. Thank you to Weeble, and please trade responsibly. bored housewives, so they're generally hitting the Moscato too, because they need something sweet in their lives, because their husband is f***ing sour. Should that ring on your finger? Some pygmy died digging that out of a f- hole for you to say I do and ruin some guys like you know look at that dude he's got a hernia shaped like a bag of pretzels that he just you're going to Thailand you're going to smash some dude going over there for guy time but it's not with his buddies. What does it say on the bottle? Well, if it says that on the bottle, why did you put it on your head? All these actors did was shut their mouths because they didn't want to be run out of Hollywood. Now a bad batch of Chinese food has you blowing insurance premiums on vitamin fucking D. Too much. (laughs) I sound like Bill Maher. Really, John? Really? Really? We can't do this anymore, auntie. I'll see you at the bar mitzvah. It's almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go yourself! sarcasm.com, here from the Spare Parts studio. Uh, there is that jazz music that calms me, soothes me, sets the rhythm like it's supposed to. My nephew said that uh, his mother was on a conference call and uh, apparently, well, she was on a Zoom call and apparently the uh, very beginning of last week's podcast was on full blast and I may have said some things that may have offended to those whom I offended on a Zoom call that I had absolutely nothing to do with. Well, get over yourselves. None of the shit that you do fucking matters. In the meantime, you can find me on all social media. You go ahead and check me out. Uh, you can email me directly. Check me out. Uh, positive Sarcasm and Check out all my channels. I actually did. I was going to drop my new reaction channel is actually kind of perking up, and I've been hoping to do a little more. Uh, drop a couple videos of, uh, 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 a week, but yesterday I was about to upload one and get it ready for public uh, public consumption. Today, Buzz blocked. So no reaction for you, for you uh, for the rest of this week. Sorry, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I really I am been working on little things here and there to make my music reactions. Different from all the other ones. Not totally different, but just a little bit to let you know that, hey, I am putting in the effort to find some really good stuff that I think you would enjoy, that I definitely enjoy, in a way that you would be like, alright, this may be worth looking at as well. So that's one of the things I was doing. I'm disappointed. I did get to drop Meshuga's Demur, because I know there's a lot of fans out there from Meshuga, but the, uh, sadly, the Slipknot one from their live concert back in 2002. Uh, Google said, uh, yeah, no bueno on that one and pretty much blocked it worldwide. So that one's not going to see the light of day. And I'm not going to go, I mean, unless I create a new. I've been thinking about creating a new video, uh, new channels on different networks like Rockfin or whatever or Rumble. But I don't know, it just hasn't, my brain has been so bogged down by other things lately that it just hasn't reached that that it hasn't it hasn't made it there yet. It's just not there yet. I even tried Odyssey, but Odyssey you got to earn credits in order to upload shit and it's just like, all right. Variant. <coughs> so, I don't know what my strategy is for those that have been blocked. I know some of them are definitely going to like I like Baby Metal is one that a lot of those are blocked if if you try to upload them to YouTube and react to them um there are the one from Slipknot definitely anything done by uh, Vivo I think it is Vivo music by Vivo that those ones generally uh they have issues with you uploading and reacting to those and what's the other one uh oh Romstein uh Romstein that one they're picky on those too um but it's not it's not a slight on the on the bands it's just hey that's just their preference and hey okay whatever so I'll just go, I'll pick out some new videos and I'll pick out some new bands. I'll pick out some new videos and new songs and I'll, I'll get right back at to it. I'll re- get right back at it. And so far the, uh, the results have been positive. People, a lot the majority of people are liking these reactions. So I'm going to keep doing them and, uh, you know, more to come obviously in that channel. So that was like, you know, kind of the one bummer of the week. And then of course, um, I got an, uh, I got an Amazon gift card and you guys know, like or if you don't, I despise Amazon. I hate everything about it. I mean, all this all this company does is overcharge people for food, treat their employees like shit, and shoot freaking dick-shaped rockets in, into near-earth orbit. So this ban, this this site, I I have no value for. So the one time I'm like, I mean, I've had an Amazon credit card for the longest time, but now I, there's nothing. I don't even use it anymore. I just have it. So somebody gives me an Amazon credit card, a gift card. I'm like, all right, well, I guess, you know, whatever. I guess I'll use it. I really don't have to pay for anything, if much of anything. And lo and behold, the one time in the past several years that I actually decided I'm going to order something from Amazon and I set up the addresses and I make sure that it's going to the right place. And wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? I look at the picture of where it's delivered and it's an hour away. Thankfully, not in the worst direction. It could end up on uh, my cunty ex-girlfriend's door. But it did end up at my old address. Not my old, old address, but my old address. All the way at the house I once lived in for about a week and a half. Which is great. So. But, I mean, whatever. Hopefully, Amazon will fix it, and then I'll never have to deal with them again. So, if you're ever thinking about getting me an Amazon gift card, or anything Amazon-related, do me a favor. Do us a favor. Don't. I fucking hate Amazon. I hate everything about it. Everything. I don't like going there. I like nothing to do with it. I can't support it. There's a lot of companies I don't support. Starbucks is one of them. I don't have I don't need it. You guys realize how much you don't need. Amazon you literally don't need. For any reason. You don't need Amazon Prime. You don't need Whole Foods. You don't need Amazon.com in general. I've said this before. The only thing that actually has any value is the AWS uh, cloud. That's it. And most of you don't even use it. So do me a favor. Do us all a favor. Stop using Amazon. It would make life so much easier for competition. And they even own the New York Post. So please just, you know, I'd rather, well, at least do me a favor and stop. And don't give me gift cards to Amazon because, uh, this is the one time I do it, and obviously, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, well, F that noise. I'm literally just gonna, if I I get a refund or whatever, I'm just gonna give the fucking gift card away and be like, I don't ever want to see this shit again. Somebody else, it's like giving me a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. It's like, I don't like that stuff. That's just digestive fuel, okay? Um, so, that's that. So, congratulations to the people who now own my former house. Um, you got some free shit in the mail that you'll probably never use. But, that's the bad news about myself ending up on the seacoast. But speaking of the seacoast, I did make an official announcement uh, this morning that um, as of mid-September, I am, I'll be temporarily, for the next nine months, starting in mid-September, uh, the Positive Sarcasm Studios will be recording and operating out of New Hampshire's seacoast. Finally, finally, I was there for 10 seconds and I made one video in two hours. I made one video and my shit was packed pretty much the next day. But a great moment. I'll be for nine months. I will be setting up shop uh, fully furnished about 60 seconds from the ocean, from the beach itself. Uh, It'll be great. It's, it's great for my r- morale. And it's a really, it's a very interesting life lesson. Because ever since, um, I left that area, that dream behind, I had been fighting like hell since I dropped the very first podcast when I returned. I was, well, mentally, I was defeated. I was so defeated, I felt like there was nothing I could do. I had no options. I had no control over myself, or my name, or anything that was gonna take place in my life. I figured it was all over, and I was just a tragedy of life. And then I was given a reason to fight, and the avenue in which to fight in. And I did it. I just did it. No matter what it took, I had hope, and I had fuel, and I fought it, and I won. I won my name back. I want my dog back and I'm so happy to, I had, I was so happy to have at least the opportunity to now move to the next level and work like hell and work like hell to get whatever else I wanted back. And I think it was Jordan Peterson said, you wouldn't know paradise if it was right in front of you, but you might catch a glimpse of it, a glimmer of it. And I feel like that is something that has been, uh, opened up to me. At least temporarily. Because this market, this housing market, this rental market, it's just so, it's so ridiculous. I don't, I don't understand how there's so many jobs out there, and yet nobody wants them. And there's no houses to buy out there as far as inventory, because it's all under contract. It's just so, like, nobody wants to work, but everybody wants a house. So nobody's getting jobs, but. Everybody's buying a house. I, I don't know. It's just too confusing at this point. And I was like, why am I trying to do that right now as well? Why am I putting in offers, asking price, over asking price, and yet getting blown out of the water by other bidders, several bidders? So I'm like, why am I participating in this rat race? This is stupid. And I mean, I'm like, obviously I don't want to be a renter. I don't want to be a, a renter for life. And then you look, but you look at the rental prices right now, and their stipulations, the vast majority of them are like, no pets. Well, fuck you then. What the hell, first of all, what are other people gonna do that can't participate in the rat race right now for buying a house? Like, that's even an option. What are they gonna do with all their pets? What is, what is gonna happen to those poor bastards when you tell them no pets, and they're gonna have to make these sacrifices? It's like, Jesus Christ. You're already charging an ass load to get to, For these people to live there plus utilities and now you're telling them fucking fluffy can't live there too it's an absolute insane shit show and it's going to come back to haunt them eventually i don't know when so i was fortunate enough to just i kept working at it every moment of every day if i wasn't working on this thing or that thing i was looking at that when i woke up when i went to bed i was always checking prices i was always checking rentals i was always checking options Wanting to see, well, how can I work through this? Figure out how to extend my, uh, my ability to live the way that I want to live. And save the way that I want to save. And focus on the dream of mine. It's like, well, if I'm, I can't do this, then I got to do that. Well, if I can't do that, then what about this? Is this an option? And then finally, because I just kept looking, kept inquiring, kept figuring out a better way to make this work, something worked. It's something, it was just, it just made sense. Now, obviously, I had, you have to act very quickly. He who hesitates in this environment is not only lost, but fucked. Super fucked. So, it was, I went down there, I originally went down there to look at a place that was right by my old house, but the way that the owner or manager of these properties treated me, I just was... I felt completely defeated, and I was just kind of moping along the, uh, the 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 beautiful beaches of Northampton, just kind of let it letting Chase just kind of walk about and let him get the, the enjoyment out of it, and then the long trek home. It was frustrating, to say the least. But I kept punching at it and punching at it, and then another one popped up, and I was like, now that makes more sense. This has more of the stuff that I would like going forward, or at least for the short term and I called the guy I text the guy and I said you know I'm gonna come with all this stuff forget everybody else I'll have all the paperwork I'll have a check for everything that you're looking for ready to go so just I'll be there then wait for me don't do anything I'll be there just letting him know and I had a backup plan too, just in case this one didn't work out so I had a plan B for well, I had a plan C because this was plan B because plan A turned to be shit and then plan AA, which was to buy, twice, just fell apart. Right? Plan AA, plan, plan A, plan AA. I don't know. I I guess I had like fucking the whole alphabet full of plans. But I went there and I was determined to get it done. to seal, To seal it. To extend my life for an extra nine months. And it was just like, bam. So officially, uh, yesterday, everything cleared and I'm super pumped because it's the off season and there was really nobody there in the off season. And it's just a good feeling to know that I fought through it. I worked really hard because this, this year sucked. This year is really, it started off very weird, very nerve wracking. And then it turned to shit and then it turned into just pure sadness and then it turned to anger and fighting and then it turned to certain joy and then it, it turned and then it turned into uncertainty and then it turned into just like 24/7 around the clock and then it turned into acceptance now don't get me wrong for the next 9 months i will be busting nuts to figure out what's going to take place after this what are my options going to be after this But don't think for one second that I'm going to relax in any way, shape or form because I'm going to be in the environment that I want to be in doing some of the things that I want to be doing because I'm the one making the fucking decisions here. Nobody else for me. No credit card company. No fucking uh, uh, partners. Just me, my ability to make money and my ability to live how I want to live and my best friend. And that's it. And I've earned, I've earned that right to, or earned that privilege to make some, to make this choice for myself. So I mean, a couple minutes from the ocean, I can literally a couple, like I, I mean, walking distance. Like I can just turn left, and the ocean's right there. And I can walk there, and I can go for walks in the morning when the sun rises, and play stick on the beach with Chase because it's the off season, and it's just gonna be. A magical moment and then when the spring hits then will be time to make the next decision that's in my best interest that's in our best interests and by setting an example of look this may not be the life that you want to live but there is a life that you want to live and in order for you to do it you have to try and you have to try really hard and the amount of effort that you have to put in is more than you maybe could understand or comprehend, or whatever. You really do. Some people just, they just gotta try. Some people just don't. They just, like I said, they just sit and they watch freaking Netflix all fucking day, and maybe they drink some stupid drink, and they just sit on their phone and scroll all day, and they just, they do nothing of value. That's not the life, look, they say that's what they want to do, but it's not. It's not the life that they want to live. It's not the shit that they want to do. It's not where they want to be. It just makes them sadder, and they're not willing to fight for anything. I've been fighting every moment of my life this year, and now I I am getting little pieces of that dream back, and and it may not be in a per, it may not be for a permanent uh uh term, and. It's not exactly in in the shape that I want it to be, but it's pieces of that because I'm working really hard to get in that, go in that direction. And because I just kept working at it, not necessarily knowing how maybe to do it, but by just focusing on it and piercing through all the bullshit and the scam ads, which there was a few of or a lot of, I found something. I found something, I made sure it was legit, I I made my case, and I got it. So it's like, great, I, 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 I do what I wanna do, I'm gonna be living where, near where I want to live, with whom I want to be with. Four legs and a big old smile. And I get to do this like a little adventure for the next nine months. And on the weekends, I can do wherever I do whatever I want. That's great. And more opportunities are starting to come my way. And I, my money is freeing up now, because I don't have to be spending it on lawyers and other bullshit anymore. Or paying off like old loans. That's done. That's done. I can put a little nest under me. I can re- relax a little bit with that part of my brain just pumping away 24/7. You gotta do this. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. What are you gonna do that when? It's no. That part can rest now. Now the other part can kick into overdrive. It's like, this is where you're going to be. Good. You don't have to worry about that anymore. You did it. You figured this part out for this period of time. Now let's do... Here's the time length we have. So you don't have to worry about this part. Let's focus on this stuff now. Okay? So let's put all this brain energy now into what's going to happen with your money. What's going to happen with your... Uh, your next nine months after this let's figure out what's going to happen in ways to make you possibly more money live a better life um, uh, planning for the winter time what the holiday is going to be like how I'm professionally uh, am I going to improve how am I going to improve on my, my content what kind of content am I going to put out when I'm down there because I had plans for certain content when I was down there and I did create one of them, but it had a very sour ending for a reason. I put it in there. But now I get to create some of that other content content that I've been wanting to create. And I'm in a position to do so. I still got to take care of a couple more things this month financially, but it makes me feel good to know that this is a thing and really nobody else dictates where I go from here. And it's all, it's 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 great. It's, you just got to try. And you have to do it every single day. There's no way these opportunities are going to come about if you're just standing there waiting for handouts. It's just not going to work. And I was already starting to get the mentality of where I was currently residing. You know, it's, it, this is not, this isn't the place for me. It never was. But at this point, it was my only option. It was my only reasonable option and i took advantage of it 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 was worth it for the time being but now it's definitely time uh and not a moment too soon to take advantage of a a, a lifestyle that i wanted my for the last 10 15 years but i'm trying to convey to you it's like you can do this too if you just work your ass off and it's not like you don't you know you know, five hours of sleep. It's like, no, you can get the sleep that you need as long as you prioritize effectively. As long as you are eating the things that you're supposed to be eating, studying the way that you're supposed to be studying, writing things down, putting in that effort of searching and and looking and inquiring and asking and just doing that. And if you do that, more opportunities will come your way. But people don't realize that. They just want to complain about everything they don't understand why this amount of effort matters so much because it's the only way shit gets done it's the only way that you're going to make a difference in your own life by putting in this amount of effort that I put in you know people tell me that I should be doing this or making this amount of money it's like look at the end of the day I want to be doing what I want to be doing and that takes that has a lot of sacrifice to it but I made that sac- I made these sacrifices for a specific reason. Some of it didn't pan out the way I wanted it to. But, I still got my best friend. I'm still moving to the ocean. What's after- what's next? What else do I gotta do? I'm not giving anything up. Not really. I maybe am consolidating a couple things and getting rid of some extra chords. Cause, my spare parts studio, man. Let's face it, that was a lot of shit I didn't need. I don't need four extra uh, Lenovo uh, tr- uh, 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 laptop adapters. I don't need that. I really don't. I mean, come on, let's get ridiculous. There's a lot of that stuff I don't need. I don't need 10 different PC speakers, but I have them, and they are nice speakers. I just don't know how to get rid of them. Maybe if I organize them enough and sell them for quick, for quick cheap money, that might that that might matter. I could probably do that if you just keep focusing on it people it's it, it can work it can really work i don't need all this stuff and that's some of the sacrifices i'm going to have to consider when i make this move because i'm really doing it all myself at this point um so but it's up to me it's it's a decision i have to make and it's it's fine it's great i just i'm it's still sinking in but it is official so uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that I am I am officially moving back to the seacoast for the next nine months from September 15th to May 15th for the entire uh, fall and, 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 and winter and spring. And that's great. So as long as Hampton Beach doesn't flood in early spring, I should be fine. And right now the water right now in, in New Hampshire is very, very high. I mean, I was going for a walk the other day with my nephew and my, and my pupper and uh, holy shit. The water on Lake Winnie was, uh, it was a little startling. And then as soon as we left, it just downpoured. So, um, but, you know, satisfaction, satisfaction, well deserved, well earned, and, uh, a nice little win to kind of smooth out 2021. Regardless of what takes place next, I'll have a little more brain power to focus on what's going to take place next. Instead of worrying about now, I can focus on a little bit later. Don't get me wrong, I'd rather this be permanent, but it's, it's the step in the truest direction of my, of the life I want to live. And that makes me feel good. Definitely makes me feel good. And I, and man, didn't think this was a possibility. I really just wanted to find a place of convenience. And now I found a place with some some real opportunity here. So, I'll see what else comes up, but I'm gonna tell you, man, if you want to really make shit happen, I think Robert De Niro said it best in that movie, The Score. Figure out what you want in life and spend the next 25 years getting it. But, I mean, it took me a long time to figure out just what I wanted. And I'm only halfway through, and I just got a little of it. But I got a lot more to do. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm running a little long here. I want to get to some Q&A. Um, but this is, this is a good feeling. And uh, I just want to make that official announcement that I am moving down there. And um, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to do any content that I don't want to do, any events I don't want to do. I really just want to enjoy my time uh, while I'm down there and creating the content that I want to create and then see what where it goes because I've been trying to do you know some content and it just hasn't panned out because i've been so focused and so busy on just other shit in general and it just it hasn't been working thankfully the music reaction uh channel doesn't take up a lot of time it just requires a little bit of uh studying and um some editing in the background but it's not a hard thing to do but and it is fun but I want to get out of the, I want to get out of the the uh, this chair here and uh, go on some adventures. So we'll see what happens from here. Uh, in the meantime, I wanted to um, get to this one. Actually, I want to get to this New York Post article, and then I want to go ahead and finish up with some Q and A. So this one I was just hearing about the other day, and officially, uh, it, it is an article on the New York Post about Google and how it's rolling out its pay calculator. Now the whole work at home thing has caused a lot of problems with the real estate market because people could be working here's a couple examples let's say you live in California where taxes are out of control but you're um, a, but your job is also in California or something or somewhere but if you have an address say in New Hampshire or in Texas or in Vermont you won't pay as much in taxes so what you do is you buy a, a house there for like 250 350 grand Because you make so much money in the state of California or in the state of New York, you can put that down as your primary address. You'll pay less in taxes because that's just how it works. if you're working from home, you can do it too. There's a lot of people who work for Google or work for hospitals or work for admin agencies or whatever. They work from home. They can move to smaller, they can move to farther away areas. They can move to different states that have no taxes and they can make a fortune. So they can move here, drive our prices to the roof, and still make a shitload of money because they work in say another state that ha- that pays out more simply because you're an employee of that area. So, and this is something that's hasn't changed. Like, I'll get this right out here. Um, for ex- companies can do this. Like, if you worked second shift in some healthcare businesses, they would pay you more money if you worked second shift. If you work first shift because it's more convenient, you make less. That's just how it is. But by working from home, wherever it is, if say you worked in Texas, you lived in Texas because your job was in Texas, but you decided to move to Iowa because it's cheaper to live there, but you still work for the same company, make the same amount of money, but pay out less in taxes, you do it. But Google has decided to work out this thing, a, a pay cut calculator, potentially, who choose to work remotely. So if they work remotely, the early results suggest that it'll penalize suburban staffers. So if you're working from a farther away place, say if Google is in California and you live in New Hampshire, you might make less money by working in New Hampshire. So if you want to work, if you want to make more money, you got to show up to the office. And I don't necessarily disagree with it because it's put people in my state or lower income state, not lower income states, well, sometimes lower income states, but lower taxes states where the price of things is cheaper, the price of housing is cheaper, it's put us in a conundrum because you guys are invading our fucking states and taking up all our housing. And it's caused our style of living to go up. Where we want to live here, we want to work here. We're willing to take less money to live here. We don't want to live in California. We don't want to live in New York. We want to live here. We like it here. Maybe you want to live in California. Well, then you need to... Maybe you want to work in California and make that money. Well, go live in California. That's your choice. But you're moving here, and it's causing a ruckus in our market. Like, people in Massachusetts were doing that as well. They Originally, they were just buying summer houses up here and getting drunk on fucking White Claw and tearing it up just for the summertime. But now a lot of them are moving here permanently and driving the housing market through the roof. So Google is rolling out a new internal calculator to explain potential pay cuts to employees who choose to work remotely, and the other results suggest it will penalize suburban staffers. Screenshots obtained by Reuters show that Google employees who previously commuted an hour to Google's Manhattan offices from nearby Stamford, Connecticut, for example, would see their salaries slashed by 15% if they choose to continue working from home. By contrast, Googlers who live within New York City's five boroughs and choose to work from home permanently would not see their pay slashed at all. The screenshots also showed 5% and 10% differences for commuters living in the Seattle, Boston, and San Francisco areas. Google employees who move even farther away from the company's offices have been warned they could face even harsher pay cuts. A worker who left San Francisco for Lake Tahoe, another expensive area of California, would have their pay cut by a whopping 25%. That would mean an employee with a um, mean an employee with a $150,000 salary, would suddenly make less than $112,000 per year. Then again, now we're talking about, uh, what is that? The, not the path of least resistance, the, um, the return. Once you get over $100,000, that return that you're, of your whatever, it's, oh, the law of diminishing returns. Once you get over $100,000, does your happiness go up even more with another $25,000? But, some people need it because they're one person supporting the whole family. Whatever your reasons are, the calculator states it uses U.S. Census Bureau Met- Met- Metropolitan Statistical Areas or CBSA's Stanford, Connecticut, for example, is not in New York City's CBSA, even though many people who live there work in New York, which is true. A lot of people who live in Connecticut work in New York City and make that commute every day, just like people in New Jersey doing the same thing. They got across the Jersey Turnpike, blah, 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 blah. News of the Google tool comes amid a broader debate at tech companies about remote work and compensation facebook twitter and lincoln linkedin have all warned employees they use the word warned to who plan to leave expensive cities like new york and san francisco that their pay will be slashed while smaller tech companies like reddit and zillow said they'll pay the same regardless of where employees employees live jack rosenfeld a sociology professor at washington university in st louis who researches pay determination said google's pay structure raises alarms about who will feel the act the impacts most acutely including families Quote, what's clear is that Google doesn't have to do this, Roosevelt told Reuters. Google has paid these workers at 100% of their prior wage by definition. So it's not like they can't afford to pay these, their workers who choose to work remotely the same that they're used to receiving. Well, Google doesn't have to, but Google wants, like any company, Google, they, okay. Google wants, like any other employer would, they would want loyal employees, loyal and reliable employees regardless of whatever if if working remotely works great or not if it's better if it's worse Google wants employees possibly in the office or in the city because if they're paying you if a company's paying you $125,000 a year most likely they want you to show up right I could see that company's paying me to show to show up to work well, okay then I got to show up to work if it is more convenient though if it makes more sense if they don't want to have that commercial infrastructure like we want to pay these employees all this money they can work from home and we can compensate them and we don't have to pay for this stupid giant building in the middle of the city so now we don't have to pay for all that real estate we can pay our employees to work from home instead and give them in give them the infrastructure to succeed like i said it's up to the company how they plan to do business google let's see Google, which led it, has about 140,000 employees worldwide, took in $61.9 billion in revenue during the second quarter of this year alone. The company did not re- immediately return for pl- a blah, 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 and did not address the Stanford commuter issue in a statement. Our compensation—wait, and did not address, okay our compensation packages have always been determined by location, and we always pay at the top of the local market based on where an employee works from. A Google spokesperson told Reuters. That was the New York Post courtesy of theo wait shout out to theo wait so if a company all right a company has every right so let's say uh sarah say uh the company is located in san francisco california the job the opening is in san francisco california if you want to live in, if you want to move to san francisco you can take this $115,000 job sarah you got to come into the office every day from 9 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. Okay, and then this is your pay scale, and this is it. However, we understand that you live in uh, Salt Lake City, but regardless, we lo- we love your application. We love what you wrote on it. We love your resume. We love your personality. We'd still we would still hire you. However, if you because you are preferring to work from home, we're not going to pay you $115,000. we are going to pay you 110000 but you don't have to move to San Francisco. If you decide to move to San Francisco, then not only would we uh, pay you 115000 we will also pay for your moving expenses as well. That's called negotiating. That's something that the employee and the employer are capable of doing. But if Google wants to pay an employee less money based on where they live and what they actually do, well, I get it. If you work, I mean, I know people who work from home and make a shit ton of money. Like 130 grand. But, they do do a lot of work. And they are extremely intelligent. And the work they do, at least from a company's perspective, matters. It matters a lot. Because of the objectives they're trying to achieve. Whatever. But, if working from home in this position makes you less effective, then, Google, or any other company, it's their right to say, well, we're not going to pay you as much. We're not going to give you as many benefits. It's going to make you more expendable. It is their it is their right. Now, from a selfish perspective, this puts people who live in that area, whether it's in San Francisco, California, where the rent and the price of housing is through the fucking roof, even though that state and that city has turned into a giant shithole. However, you don't have to work there. And I don't have to work there. I prefer to live here. And I'm willing to work with the wages in this state and the price of of weddings in this state and the price of making videos in this state and working with clients within this state, even though I work with clients all over the world, about living here. I'm willing to make that sacrifice because I prefer how I want. I prefer this type of lifestyle. I want to live here by the ocean. These are the opportunities available to me. Great. You want to make Massachusetts money? Go live in Massachusetts or go live on the border. But it's not like you can't live on the border of Mass and drive across into Massachusetts and work at a place there and make that money. You could totally do that. But we're talking about work from home. Work from home specifically is you living in New Hampshire, but your job's in Massachusetts. So you decide not to show up at all. You decide to take the work from home option and your company's like, no, 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 you're actually more valuable in the office. So if you want to show up to the office, we'll pay you five to ten grand more or whatever their calculator is. If you choose to stay in, I don't know, Hudson or, or, or Mason or Nashua, well, we'll still let you have the job, but you're going to make less. These are the options, and I feel it's the company's right to do so, and that may allow us as people may be seeking houses or seeking rent or doing whatever, it may give us, a, give us a little more breathing room so that if we choose to live in a state where things are a little more relaxed, we have, we could be a little more relaxed about living in a state that's a little more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, because all these people who, you know, live in California, that's another weird thing though. They still work in California. That's a, that's a whole other object entirely is, They live in California, they work in California, but they buy houses in New Hampshire, and then they claim that that's their permanent address, so they pay less in taxes. But, if they're working from home, they can do that. I don't know what the rule is, I don't know what the rule is if they're still showing up to the office in California, but they have a permanent address all the way across the United States. So, there's a lot of rule, and obviously, last year created a lot of these loopholes. Well, didn't create them, but exploited them. And it hurt a lot of people's opportunities to move up the ladder in their own communities if they were trying to buy a home for the first time or just trying to get ahead or trying to get to the next step in life. They got, blind- they got blindsided, and they're still picking up the pieces. And, you know, I don't foresee a lot of good things coming our way. But for me, you know, I'm working hard enough to know that I'm in a position to at least keep afloat and enjoy the life that I want to enjoy. I just have to make sure I'm treading water the entire time. I also don't work for Google, so I can do whatever the hell I want. Uh, Let's go ahead and get some Q&A because I've definitely run my mouth long enough that I think I've earned that right. If you want to support this podcast go to positive sarcasm.com slash donate any amount is appreciated questions concerns comments you can email me through my website go to positive sarcasm.com click through all my stuff go to the contact page uh you can also sign up for weeble go ahead and deposit some money you'll get free stocks i'll get free stocks if you just want to email me directly positive sarcasm at outlook.com here we go jump into dig.com q a and then we'll close up shop for this great week how can I convince my wife? Hope you're liking the jazz by the way. Ooh 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 ooh, ooh. How can I convince my wife to stop I'm recording. Oh, good, thank God. How can I convince my wife to stop hiring house cleaners and just lower her standards of cleanliness? Several months ago, my wife informed me that she wanted to hire a house cleaner, saying she was tired of the mess, tired of feeling overworked and tired of fighting with me about chore division. Chore division? Yeah. Sounds like a band. A week later, a maid arrived at our house. I find it incredibly stressful. I worry that the maids aren't careful with our things. They might peek at our private documents. That's all in all. And that's all in all. Let's see. They may peek at our private documents, and that's all in all. This is ridiculous expense. $300 a month. That could go better elsewhere. That could better go elsewhere. What's wrong with my face? (laughs) Through my wife said this is what she wanted to spend her entire annual raise on. When the maids leave, I'm fried. But I admit that my wife does seem much happier. I still wish she could just relax and lower her stands a little. But am I the right, am I the one who has to get over this? Well, if you don't do any of the cleaning in the house, you have no say in the matter. Like, I'm a person who, I mean, at least for the time being, I mean, I'm a, a very organized person. And I take care of my stuff. Like, I've only, uh, I, I mean, I take care of my stuff and that's why it lasts very long. I've only lost one laptop this year that finally died sadly RIP the uh, i3 but yeah you want to clean her ha- if you don't want her to be spending that 300 bucks a month you need to help out with the chores in the house do your own fucking laundry clean your own uh, clean your own dishes make the food it's not hard it isn't hard at all uh, I mean unless it's a position where she doesn't work but you do all right okay figure out the dynamics but if you have time to be helping out in the house, then you do it. Because that's what I do. You take care of your own shit. Whether you're a man or woman, it don't matter. If you can clean, or you can cook, then you do it. That's it. Move on to the next one. Should I report my project lead to our academic department after she dated me and then refused to credit me for my work? My girlfriend and I are both in the computer science program at school. She's a master's student and I'm an undergrad. I was assigned to do her research and write I was assigned her I was assigned to I was assigned to her and to do to do research and write code, run tests, collect data, and help improve the system and work on the paper. I worked through the whole spring and summer with her writing code, making changes, making edits to her reports, collecting data, and tuning it. I actually feel as though I did more work on her thesis than she did. Her brother is an associate faculty at at the school in the electrical engineering department, and she decided to keep our relationship a secret from him for whatever reason. I respected that, but when it came down to her thesis being done, the paper being published in an academic journal, from this she did not credit even credit me be, uh, once in her thesis, nor the journal. Someone who met, contributed almost noth- uh, nothing was credited by comparison. And she also mentioned her sister in her academic journal, though even though blah blah blah, blah, blah I was in every country, I did nothing to help. Okay, and did nothing to help. When I brought up how. She potentially hurt my career by not including me. She reminded her I spent literally three to five hours daily helping her on her project. That was so cruel to not include me, she brushed it off and said that I'm being inconsiderate of her family situation and cultural differences where she's not allowed to date. I even pointed out that I was assigned to her and that nobody would have known we dated and requested she modify it to include me. She declined to do this. I decided to break up with her based on this. Good move. She wouldn't hear it, and has taken to following me around campus, including sitting down at a table with me and two other classmates and breaking out into tears asking me to take her back, etc. The situation is going up to borderline harassment now, and I'm considering going to the department to complain and then show my contributions and that I helped her an extraordinary amount. I don't want to ruin her life or anything though, so I'm curious if this would be overstepping some boundaries potentially overreacting to what happened. Okay. All right, it basically... Treat everything like black and white. Forget about cultural shit. If she doesn't include you in the paperwork, first of all, she went full psycho on you, so you broke up with her. Good move. That's a good move. But now she's harassing you. That needs to stop. She needs to also... You may have to take a loss on this paper thing, this whole thesis whatever. But either way, if she doesn't stop, Forget The thesis thing aside, if she has to stop, you do have to report her. If she's gone full psycho, she's a potential threat. If she's a potential threat, the director needs to know about this, and it needs to be handled accordingly. And yes, you do need to tell them either way, regardless of whether you get credit for it or not, you need to tell them that you were working on this whole thing with her and helped her out a ton, and you didn't get any recognition, and when you said that's it, we're done, because I feel like you've been acting irrationally, She went full psycho and now is following you everywhere and creating a living hell for your opportunities there. So, yeah, regardless of whether you ruin her career or not, does not matter. You are the priority. Handle you. Let's get to the next one. What is the best way to tell my son to tell my daughter-in-law that her sense of style is emasculating my son? I'm very concerned about my daughter-in-law and how she's affecting my son. They have been together for a long time, nearly 15 years. She was his first serious girlfriend, and he was a late bloomer. So we were relieved he found someone. We normally get on quite well. She is polite and does seem to care about my son. Although she can be rather loud and bossy where he is quieter. He's a He's a beta. Yeah, he's a beta. In the beginning, she was much more feminine and slimmer. Over the years, she has gone up at least one or two dress sizes. <laughs> I've, t- I've tried talking about the, I've tried talking about the health issues of large family members as a hint that weight gain is a dangerous path, but she seems unconcerned and says she just loves food. However, that now there's a new problem. She increasingly dresses in a manly way, which would be fine if she was gay. Oh boy, but she is my son's wife. She has to cut her hair short and always wears full shirts, not blouses and chinos. She also got tattoos down her arms. I feel she is going to make life difficult to herself at work. I also worry she is emasculating my son. He is a sweet person who probably doesn't want to say anything to hurt her feelings, but he can't be happy about having a wife who looks so butch. I need a way to tell her that she has responsibility to keep her parents in a way that flatters herself and her husband. My husband thinks we should just leave it alone, but she has no parents of her own, so I'm the only one who can give her advice. Well, look, it is... At the end of the day, it's none of your business what they do. Okay, you can talk about it because it is your son, and say, "Son, I care about you, and we want you to be happy, happy and succeed." Um, but the son, ha- the, look, the son does have to, have to stand up to himself, and it seems like he's obviously not the dominant one in the, in, the, uh, in the marriage. So, and you can love whoever you want, but if you are just in a relationship and you don't know how to be outside of you if you've never been in a relationship and you suddenly get into one and you're just happy to be with somebody it's like the what is it that happiness and slavery is a is a nine-ish nail song and you just let people walk all over you and this chick if she is truly walking all over you and being emasculating to him okay well that's a thing it, you obviously can't talk to her she's not going to listen you can talk to your son let him know you're concerned but if you feel like your son has gone astray well look You do what you want to do with your life and tell your son to figure out his stuff. And if he has to be a man at times, he needs to be a man. But it seems like he's no longer the man in the relationship. You seem like you have some concerns. I mean, maybe you didn't word it the best way, but you're talking about your son. I can understand if your wording is not perfect. This is somebody you truly care about, and you've seen their their precious loved one change in many different ways. However, change in relationship... It comes with the territory. But you have concern that something's up, so it's up to you to bring it up to your son and see how he handles it. And if he chooses to not do anything about it, then there's nothing you can do. And you kind of have to let him, well, do his thing and then see what happens from there. But if you don't want this person in your house, this, this butch lady, per se, you don't have to have anybody in your house that you don't want. If you don't like somebody's presence, you can make them leave. That's just something to consider. If you don't like somebody, you don't have to talk to them. You don't have to associate with them. You don't have to call them. You don't have to do anything in life that you truly don't have to. I mean, yeah. You, you, fuck this broad. I mean, if you don't want to, th- if you don't want her to see her around, and she's becoming overbearing in your own household. Well, she has her own household that she can oversee, and it isn't yours. So, but yes, at least cons- you have enough concern bring it up to your son and be like look this is what I want to do this is what I have to say on the matter if you choose to go down this path we really can't help you all that much because we don't think we and we don't like this how she's treating you uh, from a from a certain angle and we just would rather not her be around us but if this is your marriage we respect your decision go along your merry way it's an option at least you give them the opportunity to think about it. So, let's uh, let's keep going. Ah, <sighs> how can I look at my parents again after discovering they had a threesome with my boyfriend ten years ago? Jesus Christ! I'm 24 year old gay man with a 31 year old boy by boyfriend. I've known since we've got together that he's a lot more sexually experienced than I am. But it's never been a big deal before now this weekend he met my parents for what we thought would be the first time but it turns out that he was turned out that 10 years ago during this his big buy slut phase in his words they had a threesome i recognize that no one did anything wrong but they were three consulting adults and it's not like they could have known that he and i would get together in the future but also my boyfriend fucked my parents I'm mortified. He's mortified. They're mortified. And I may never never be able to look at my parents again. Please help us find a way to move past this. Well, um, I don't know. How, what's the, what's the community like there? What's the gay community like as far as you guys, how often you, you turn over boyfriends and girlfriends? Is is it one of those things where, you know, the first date and then the second date you guys move in together? I don't know. How does this, how does it work? I'm not sure how all this stuff works um hey look if you can't get past it uh, look I don't blame you that's some that can be traumatic that can be like oh okay you know like like if I if I was with somebody and I found out that you know this situation was kind of thing a thing going on um yeah I could see that that would affect the relationship going forward I could see yeah. Dude, I don't, I don't really blame you all that much. Uh I don't know if there's a way to move past it other than talking about it. And if it just doesn't work, then it don't work. All right, let's do one more and then let's get out of here. How do I find out who's the husband and who's the wife in any given same-sex couple? Okay. There are several same-sex couples within our circle of friends and former co-workers. Whether male or female, each has a husband and a wife. We are not sure how it is decided who will assume which role, and we don't feel comfortable asking what might be too intrusive a question regarding their relationships. We would appreciate... Okay, well, look. If you have questions about how things work, then you ask. You may not understand because you're not in their position. So you ask questions, however naive they seem. I know it can be embarrassing to ask questions about shit you don't know about, but that's how you learn stuff. So if you wanna, if you're just curious, you wanna know how these dynamics work, well, you first start up, where did you guys meet? What what were your similarities? What were you guys into? What what did you have in common? What's the dynamic at home? We don't know many people of this dynamic, so how does it work? Who's this and who's that? We don't know. We're interested because we respect you people, and we wanna know more about your life and the things that you do to make sure uh, your relationship works And maybe it'll help us out with our relationship. That's all. And if it is a husband and husband or a husband and wife thing, okay, whatever. As long as it's a dynamic where two people are truly working really hard to get along and make a good life for themselves, their friends, their family, and the community that they live in. That's the major factor. But you ask these questions and you start from an angle of finding out about them, how they met, what their things, what their life is like, their dynamic, and then you eventually, you work that question in, in a non, hey, I've drank 46 Coors Lights and I want to know who's the power bottom. You want to know more about how does this dynamic work in a sense of you're actually truly curious about how their how how their marriage, how their relationship works. And they'll be, ha- most of the time, they'll be happy to oblige and they'll explain to you how their lives work. Because most of them are, you know, they're either partner or partner or husband and wife or husband and wife and wife. You know, or they're whatever. But you ask, and you ask from a position of, of, or you ask from a value system that you know about and see how it translates to how they do things. And then you learn something, and then you guys are closer because of it. Right? How the hell are you going to learn if you don't ask questions? You know? You're not them, and they're not you. They got questions probably about how things work with you. So don't be afraid. Ask the questions and see how things go. All right, we are done for the day. I look forward to the rest of my week. I hope you guys look forward to the rest of your week. I hope that I'm able to provide you with some motivation to continue working hard on the dreams and the things that you want to do and how hard it is to get there. But when you do get there or you do get a piece of that dream, that you work really hard to maintain it and, and continue to mold it to your liking. So I hope that I've created some insight for you. I'll let you know, well, you'll know visually uh, uh, when I actually make this transition. Uh, In the meantime, you can like, subscribe, share. You can go to my YouTube page, Positive Sarcasm Podcast. Check out my other channels, Positive Sarcasm Reactions, and the original Positive Sarcasm on YouTube. Uh, If you want to listen to the audio version of this podcast, it's available anywhere where podcasts are available. You know, the Podcast Addict, Spotify, iHeartRadio, the iTunes, Apple Podcast Network, anywhere you know and i'm proud of it so thank you guys for listening watching subscribing donating positive sarcasm.com slash donate and i will talk to you all in the next episode recorded here from the spare parts studio this has been a positive sarcasm presentation